Welcome, baseball family, to the Baseball Together Thursday Night Live. I am Brad, and I am going to be flying solo one more time while Brig is out doing shul things. Um, so, yeah, here we go. Let's just jump right in. Let's just get into it because there are several things that I want to talk about, and I want to make sure that we uh, still are able to get to um, Biden Briggs' picks and series of the weekend because he was nice enough to send those over to me. All right, here we go. First things first, it's... Pretty much the big. It was for a couple days. For a couple days, the biggest news going. Jacob Degrom needs Tommy John surgery again. Um, Rangers GM Chris Young said the damage was significant, which is interesting to me. Uh, they sidelined him at the end of April. They said it was elbow inflammation. Um, this is my big question that I have with this stuff. Why aren't they running an MRI early on these guys? Oh, it's just elbow inflammation. Just give it a few days rest. It'll get back up. Oh, it's just forearm tightness. It's a forearm strain. Just give it a couple days. It'll get better. How many times does a guy need to be sidelined with forearm tightness, a forearm strain, or elbow inflammation before a team says, you know what? Just as a precaution, I know we want to avoid Tommy John surgery. But just as a precaution, just so we can get this thing nip it in the bud, let's let's run an MRI. Let's see what's going on in there. So I don't know why it took them this long to like it's been a month plus for them to run the MRI and look at it, be like, oh my gosh, that was way worse than we thought. That wasn't just inflammation. He needs Tommy John surgery. Get the guys under the knife sooner. Get it done with. Get them into into their rehab so they can get back i don't understand it that's i mean maybe it's one of those things where they're just like they're trying to be optimistic and they don't want to jinx anything by sending a guy an mri but i don't know it's interesting this is the second time like i said jacob Degrom has had tommy john's or will be the second time he's had tommy john surgery uh, the first time was in 2010 with the mets this year though he's just barely signed a five-year 185 million dollar contract with the rangers and he's a maid. He's he's a maid. <laughs> he's made. Sound like Mario there for a second. Uh, he's made a grand total of six starts for the Rangers. And those six starts, he was good. 2.67 ERA, 30, 30 and a third innings pitched, 45 strikeouts, and just four walks. It's pretty good. But the old uh, injury bug caught up with him like it tends to, unfortunately, which I say, unfortunately, it truly is unfortunate because I love watching the ground pitch, like love watching this guy pitch. I'm, you know, like it's kind of fortunate being a fan of an AL West team that like, it's kind of how it worked out this year. But at the same time though, if 
if you're gonna be you're if you're gonna be the best, you gotta beat the best. And so I don't. That's one of the reasons I don't like seeing guys like this go down. Because if my Mariners are gonna be good and they're gonna be contenders, they gotta be able to beat Degrom, and they gotta be able to beat him by playing against him, not by having him on the IL. So hopefully his uh, his recovery is speedy and smooth, and he can get back on the mound because we love watching the dude pitch. Let's go and talk about somebody else who's having a really hard time pitching this year. Alec Manoa. He was optioned by the Toronto Blue Jays to the Florida Complex League. Now, keep in mind, they did not send him to AAA. They didn't send him to AA. They didn't even send him to short season single A. They sent him to the lowest rung of the minor league ladder. If he was any lower on the ladder, he would not be on it. <laughs> he would be in either, he wouldn't be in any affiliated league. He'd be in the independent ball. And then, I mean, the other step is college, which, you know, I don't know his college situation. Maybe, I guess he wouldn't technically have any eligibility since he's been playing big league baseball. But still, like, he's at the bottom of the ladder and they really want to get him right. So I hope for his sake, again, to be the best, you got to beat the best. I would love for the Mariners to have to go through Manoa, kind of like they did last year in the playoffs at some point but like you want the best guys out there and it's a bummer that he's had such a terrible year just been so bad like the other day even i saw that he was pitching and i took the money line in the opposite direction i was like no way no chance the blue jays win that game and they didn't they didn't win it because he got he got lit up um so this is the kind of year manoa has been having a negative 1.2 war 6.36 ERA in over 58 innings pitched, 48 strikeouts, not bad, but in this day and age, I feel like everybody's got 48 strikeouts through, you know, what, six, seven starts, whatever he's got. He's got 13 starts. He led, he was right up there with everybody else with 13 starts, but everybody's got at least 40 at this point with the way the league is going now. But he was leading the league, not only in innings pitched, but also in walks. 42 free passes, gave up 11 home runs, and he was averaging, like I said, his ERA was 6.36, but he was averaging about 4.1 innings, four and a third innings per start. Not a good way to go. Not a good way to go. He's not even in line to get a win if he's leaving the game with a lead at that point, which wasn't really happening that often. So whatever it is they want him to do, they are treating him with kid gloves at this point by sending him all the way down to the bottom of the minor leagues, down to the complex league to make sure that he can get right whatever he needs to. And whether it's, I don't know if it's working with a pitch clock because he seems to, it, it could be the pitch clock for him. I don't know. He was a pretty methodical guy. He took his time. And so maybe they're, they're wanting him to adjust more to the pitch clock while he's down there. Uh, maybe it's a mechanics, a control issue. I haven't watched him closely enough to know whether it's mechanics um, or maybe it's just a mental thing or conditioning. I don't know what it is, whatever it is. They want him to take his time with it and get it right before he comes back up. Um, cause that's, that's a big time. That is big time. All right, let's go on and talk about the Aaron judge injury. I thought this was really interesting for those of you who didn't see, uh, when the Yankees were in LA this, this last week, uh, playing, the Dodgers. They were not playing the LA Angels in Anaheim. They're playing the Dodgers in LA. Aaron Judge was playing right field and crashed into the door going into the bullpen and opened it up. Everything it was hard enough for it to like come open. But what it looked like was he hit his foot 
on the concrete, like the concrete liner at the bottom of the wall down there that steps up into the bullpen. And they said that he has a ligament injury in his toe. And I don't know, I didn't see if it was, they didn't say if it was like turf toe, which, you know, very well could be, but I don't know for sure, like I said. Um, But they have no timeline for his return. He's been moved to the aisle. They didn't say if it's 10 or 15. I'm assuming it's going to be the 15-day aisle. Um, But the the question, like, the question I want to know is, like, I want you to weigh in on this baseball family, is how much of a problem is is this going to be for the Yankees? How big of a problem is this, is Aaron Judge not being in the lineup going to be? Because it feels like they go as he goes. And even then, like, not necessarily, right? If he's in the lineup and he's playing really well, the Yankees will play really well. They'll win a, they'll win a bunch of games in a row if Judge is hitting homers or, or hitting doubles or whatever. Um, but if he's not there, despite the leadership they have in that lineup with, with Anthony Rizzo, who I feel like, I don't know if he's taken a step back and been more of a backseat guy in – in New York and let judge be the captain and be the leader, but he's going to need to step up and really lead that team with, with judge on the IL. Um, and I'm not saying Rizzo's having a terrible year cause he's not, it just, I don't feel like he's been, he was the, the vocal leader that he was in Chicago. They're not getting that from him in New York. So I don't know. This could be a chance for the rest of the AL East to kind of move up above the Yankees. <laughs> The AL East is so weird, so weird that you can, what the, I mean, I got to look real quick because the, uh, the Red Sox, they're over 500. And last I checked, they were at the bottom of the standings, which is just mind mind boggling that for a while, if you stacked the AL East on top of the AL Central, that uh, it was in order top to bottom one through 10. And that's crazy. Yeah. The Red Sox going into Monday were five or 31 and 31 at 500. They're sitting at the bottom. The Yankees at 36 and 27. And the Blue Jays are in fourth at 35 and 28. This could be a chance for them to move up in the standings a little bit. And I know we got a lot of season left, a whole lot of season left. And I think that's why the Yankees are like, you know what? Give them time to heal. Don't have them come back because somebody who's had a toe injury in baseball, it can linger and it can be a real pain, uh, figuratively and literally. And so it stinks, but. Another guy I want to see get back on the field. I'm actually a huge Aaron Judge fan. I told Brig a couple years ago, I put together a playlist on my on my Apple Music. And I called it the Aaron Judge mix. Because it's all rise, baby. No fall, all rise. That's how I do it. Anyway, before we move on and we get on to the series of the weekends, baseball family, I want to let you know about Versus Game. We're always asking what you think about the topics we bring up on the show. We want it, we want your input. Now you have a quick and easy way to share your thoughts with us. We've partnered with Versus Game to bring you games where you can make money from participating in polls and trivia. That's right. If you're on the winning side of a poll or get a trivia question right, you can win real money. Play for free or buy ticket bundles to play against other listeners and Versus Game users. So head to btpod.onversus.com on your mobile browser to sign up and play our polls and trivia games. We have a couple live right now. We'll be putting more out there soon. That's btpod.onversus.com to sign up and play versus game with us. Another way you can support the show, Baseball Family, is you can head over to Patreon, search Baseball Together, and we have ways that you can support us there. We have five tiers of support, $1, $5, $10, $15, and $500 as well. Head over there, see what each has special to offer i'll tell you what though every single tier you get the bullpen cut of the show 
which is the unedited, unabridged version of the recording from the moment we hear we record until the moment we hit stop. You get all of it. And also, you get a sticker. You get a sticker as part of every single tier as well. Um, so head over to Patreon if you want to support the show that way. Okay, let's get into this weekend's games. So we have on Friday night on Apple TV, have the Royals at the Orioles. The Royals are 18 and 44. The, the Orioles are 37 and 24. It's at 7.05 p.m. Eastern on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, the Royals are just, they're struggling. They're, they're going to get ready to sell off some of the, some pitching, some other assets. Uh, this is a good chance for the Orioles to tack on some wins. They got to beat the teams they're supposed to beat, right? If they want to be legitimate, legitimate contenders through the season. So if you want to watch the Orioles win, go watch Friday night on Apple TV plus, uh, the other game is the Mariners at the angels. The Mariners currently 30 and 31. The angels are 33 and 30. This game starts at nine 38 PM Eastern. I'm sorry. East coasters. You're going to miss out on this one. This is Luis Castillo versus Shohei Otani. This is must-see TV. I don't care if you're an Angels fan or not. I don't care if you're a Mariners fan or not. You're going to want to watch this game if you have Apple TV Plus because it's going to be a pitcher's duel. I just get so nervous when the Mariners, especially when they're on national TV, because it can just get so ugly, right? Like your team being on national TV and everybody's like, yeah, they stink. No wonder. But I don't know. This will be a good one. This will be a good one. On Saturday, nothing on FS1. So you don't need to worry about that. But Saturday night, check your local listings on Fox, 7.35 p.m. Eastern time. Got the Red Sox at the Yankees. More must-see TV right here. The Red Sox, like I said, are 31 and 31. The Yankees are 36 and 26. So I think I talked about that earlier. But this series, you throw out the records, right, when it comes down to these two because they they play each other really tough every single time. Going to be a great weekend series. And then the other game on Fox is the Cubs at the Giants. The Cubs are 26 and 35. The Giants are 31 and 30. That was sneaky. That shocked me a little bit when I, <laughs> I shouldn't say shocked because you can't, I think you'd be shocked a little bit, surprised me a little bit, right? That the Giants are 31 and 30. I thought they'd be a little bit further under 500, but they've been playing pretty good ball, kind of up and down. I guess more up than down is the way that it's been going. But uh, if you don't get the Red Sox and Yankees, this, this won't be a bad matchup. This will be an entertaining game to watch. You never know which Cubs team, Cubs team is going to show up. And as far as the Giants go, it seems like you don't know which team is going to show up either. So this isn't a bad one to watch. Sunday, wake up in baseball on Peacock. This is 11.35 Eastern time, 11.35 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, the D-backs are going to be at the Tigers. So I actually get to watch the Diamondbacks for once. Very excited about it. The Diamondbacks are 37 and 25 and first place all by themselves in the National League West going into today. Um, I don't think they are anymore because the Dodgers did play today and the Diamondbacks got postponed because of uh, air quality in D.C. But uh, they spent at least a couple days up there on top and we are in June. So I didn't think it would be that way. But here we are. And then they're playing at the Tigers. They're 26 and 33. The Tigers are just a mess. The Tigers, but if you want to see what the D backs, see backs, see what the see what the D backs are about. Watch this game. Watch Corbin Carroll do something else. Like I've said before, that he is worth the price of admission to Chase Field, and he is definitely worth tuning in to watch on TV if you have if you have a chance. And this is definitely a chance to do that. Uh, let's see the other game on Sunday. We got ESPN at seven ten p.m. Eastern. The Red Sox at the Yankees again. This is kind of your weekend. This is your series of the weekend. It always is. 
Um, ESPN is going to take this one every chance they can get. Um, just because it's like, what? They talk, they have to talk Cowboys, LeBron James, and Yankees, Red Sox for the three major sports. Uh, so here it is. You'll get it on ESPN uh, Sunday night. Series to watch this weekend. For me, the ones I want to watch, I've got the Mets at the Pirates. The Mets need wins big time. Um, and the Pirates need wins after the way they didn't show up against the A's. They lost two out of three against the A's this week. Blew my mind. And those two losses were not pretty. Like, they were ugly, ugly losses. Um, so I'm curious if the Pirates can bounce back from that, if we're just going to get the same old Pittsburgh team, which I'm hoping we're not, because I think that they've got a pretty good squad, and they should be winning games. They should continue to be winning games. So I'm going to be paying attention to this series this weekend. Another one is the Rangers at the Rays. Two powerhouse offenses. Uh, you've got the Ray, or the Rangers, who have been the number one offense in the league this year. And then you've got the Rays, stellar pitching. We have seen, though, that good pitching will slow down the Rangers. The Mariners did it. And uh, whoever they've been playing over the last couple of days did it. I can't think off the top of my head who it was. Um, it was the... I got it right here, but my phone won't swipe. Uh, the Cardinals. The Cardinals slowed them down. They beat them one to zero on Wednesday. Like, who shuts out the Rangers? <laughs> the Cardinals aren't even that good this year. So I don't know. That's a game. That's that's a series to pay attention to for sure. I've also got the Reds at the Cardinals. Speaking of the Cardinals, the Reds are hot. The Cards are not. Could be really really interesting with Ellie De La Cruz coming up for the Reds. There's a real possibility for some momentum. They're in Cincinnati. Um, they've been beating teams they weren't supposed to. They took it to the Dodgers this week. Um, and De La Cruz is legit. That dude is a legit pickle. And by that, I mean the real deal. He's awesome. Go watch him if you haven't had a chance to. And then the fourth series, obviously, I'm going to be watching the Mariners and the Angels. Um, I'm a Mariners fan, as I've mentioned a thousand times on this show. My wife is an Angels fan, so we always have this series on in our house. Um, it's it's just a bunch of fun to watch. because and Part of it is because my wife is a major trash talker. <laughs> Like a big time trash talker, and so that makes it a lot of fun. I like it. Briggs series to watch. Uh, he also had the Rangers and Rays, Mets at Pirates, and then he had the the Red Sox and the Yankees. Of course, um, that is a staple in his house. Uh, being a Yankees fan, and the rest of his family is Red Sox fans. If you didn't know that, he's like the black sheep when it comes to baseball fandom in his household or his families with his family with his parents and siblings and stuff. All right, BT bets. These are your betting picks for the weekend. For those of you who can bet, for those of you who can't, you can just play along and track for uh, entertainment purposes. That's what Brig does. His is just entertainment purposes because he does not live in a state where he can gamble. But I do. So these are my picks. These are what I'm going to be playing this weekend. Uh, last week, well, first off, last week, <laughs> I didn't do them last week because I didn't have a live, but two weeks ago, I went one and two. The current record is 13-11 on the season as far as my BT picks go. Um, and Brig went two and one two weeks ago. His current record is 11 and 13. He's coming back. So here we go. These are my picks Friday. You're going to want to go Marlins money line over the White Sox. Um, the, the best place to get this right now is plus one thirty with Barstool. That's, that's as of Thursday afternoon. And then Saturday, you're going to want to go Diamondbacks, take the run line over the Tigers. The Diamondbacks are going to be favored. So go get that run line from, from the Tigers. And then Sunday, uh, this is probably the boldest one of the weekend. I want the Reds with the money line over the Cardinals. I don't know if it's super bold, and we'll see how exactly how bold it is after Friday and Saturday. But, uh, but yeah, take the Reds' money line over the Cardinals. Uh, you'll probably be able to get some plus money there is what I'm thinking. 
Briggs picks for the weekend on Friday. Take the Diamondbacks money line over the Tigers. Um, you're not going to get a huge return on that. It's minus 140 with Caesars. That's your best bet. But at the same time, you're going to end up with more money than you had going in. So there's that. And then on Saturday, take the Brewers run line over the A's. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this run line moves to minus two and a half. You don't see it happen very often. It's if one team is really favored over another, typically it's minus one and a half. But I wouldn't be surprised to see, see it move to two and a half and uh, go ahead and take it. Just take it because it's it's gonna it's gonna hit. And then Sunday, uh Brig also uh <laughs> I have to double check because I put that in there wrong. I have to see what Brig has. I think he took the Reds over the cards as well on Sunday. If not, then uh oh he took uh he took the Rangers over the race, actually, is what he took. I put that in there so wrong. That's my bad, and that's why we love the live show, right? Because you can see stuff like this. Um, he's going to take the Rangers over the Rays uh, money line on Sunday. So that, that's a pretty bold pick. Um, yeah, so there are your BT picks. Um, follow along with this baseball family. Let let me – I want to know, like, reach out to me on Twitter or on Instagram or something at Jojo Corner. I'm Jojo Corner everywhere, so you can find me anywhere. Um Share with me your picks and stuff. If you have like bad beats or whatever, maybe we'll read them at the end when we do our bets, our bets segment. Uh, because bad beats suck, but man, they're sometimes like looking back, like they're so funny to to think about. So send me your betting picks on send them on Twitter. That'd be the best place to do it. Send them on Twitter at Jojo Cornrow, and we can commiserate or celebrate together in our betting picks, and it will be a grand old time. But baseball family, don't forget, don't forget to like, subscribe rate and review the show let us know what you think about what we're doing uh by leaving comments in youtube uh subscribe on youtube and hit the bell so you don't miss anything we upload every single day on youtube uh, that's the best place to follow so you can get little bite-sized pieces of the show if you don't have time to listen to a 45 minute to an hour to sometimes our 15 minute show you can get each individual clip on youtube we upload those throughout the week so you have them there for you um, and if you are an audio listener, don't forget to subscribe there as well. So you don't miss an episode or anything we do, but baseball family, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Just watching me fly solo. Brig will be back next week and I couldn't be more excited about it. And we will catch you next week.